0: Everybody suffers. How can I pray for you? Welcome to the Everybody Suffers podcast. My hope is that through this podcast I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or so that you can share consolation with others. This podcast is sponsored by Our Lady of Kibeho. Kibeho, Rwanda, was the site of the most recent major church-approved apparition of Our Blessed Mother. She warned us of the Rwandan genocide of 1994 and she reintroduced the seven Sorrows Rosary. Mary gave this warning more than 10 years before the genocide, which she confirmed by predicting the death and resurrection of three visionaries in Rwanda. And the warning that she gave the people of Rwanda, she specifically said, it was not just for Rwanda, but a warning for the whole world. So what will you do now? Will you pray the rosary every day as she asked, or will you one day regret not having done enough to prevent what she warned us about? I am Carl Brown. I wrote the book, Something You Can Count On, about the Seven Sorrows Rosary. And through Mary's intercession, we can experience peace in our families, find insight from the Holy Spirit, experience consolation. Uh, Mary can... Uh, Be with us in our sorrows and in our work. We can receive answers to our prayers, experience protection from the enemy of our soul, and experience Mary's assistance at the hour of our death. And that is really what I want to talk about in today's episode. I want to talk with you about the promises of the Seven Sorrows Rosary. So, Mary gave the Seven Sorrows Rosary to the order, the founders of the Servite Order. Several hundred years ago, almost, uh, almost as long ago as Saint Dominic gave us, uh, or Mary gave Saint Dominic the five-decade rosary, and it was almost eight hundred years ago. And after Mary gave the Seven Sorrows Rosary to the Servite Order, a few years later she gave seven promises. To Saint Bridget of Sweden, for those who pray this devotion, and that's what I want to talk about today. Because these promises are amazing, and these are the promises. Or I should say these promises are the reason why I wrote the book. Something you can count on, and the the book, the title of the book, although it's a pun, and it's referring to, you know, praying the rosary, counting on the beads of the rosary, but it. But what I mean when I say something you can count on, I'm talking about these promises. So, so here they are. Number one, I will grant peace to their families. Number two, they will be enlightened about the divine mysteries. Number three, I will console them in their pains and accompany them in their work. Number four, I will give them as much as they ask, as long as it does not oppose the will of my Son Number five, I will defend them in their spiritual battles with the infernal enemy, and I will protect them at every instant of their lives. Number six, I will visibly assist them at the hour of their death. They will see the face of their mother. And number seven, I have obtained this grace from my divine son that those who promote this devotion will be taken directly from this earthly life to eternal happiness. Now, these promises are amazing. Where else can you find these promises? You can find promises in the world, and those promises often are, are, are empty promises. In other words, they don't even deliver what they promise. In some cases, you can find diabolical promises, promises that deliver the opposite of what they promise, and this, we see this especially with addictions. You know, gambling gives you the promise that you're, you're going to be financially free and you end up indebted and enslaved. Um, alcoholism or drug addiction promises you pleasure, but it only brings you pain. There, there's so many different diabolical promises. You know what they are. I don't need to go through them all. But... These are promises from Mary, the mother of God. And let me just run through them again quickly in short form. Peace, enlightenment about the divine mysteries, consolation. Uh, Mary says she'll give as much as you ask, as long as it doesn't oppose the will of her son. Protection from the infernal enemy, visible assistance at the hour of our death. And those who promote this devotion will be taken directly to eternal happiness. These are—they're not just promises. Like, uh, you know, if you if you order a milkshake, it'll come with whipped cream on top. That's not—that's not a promise. It's not a promise that you know if you if you um, plant corn, it'll be knee high by the Fourth of July. Th- these are promises that when you pray the Seven Sorrows Rosary, that when you live the seven sorrows devotion, you'll experience these promises. And when, when my wife and I talk about this and share this with other people, we it's almost like we want to say, it's not so much that this is a, a promise as though Mary is not going to give these things to other people or that you can't experience these unless you pray the seven sorrows rosary. It's that Mary saying, this is the road map that when you pray the seven stars rosary, this is where you will end up. You will end up in a place of, of peace and providence and protection. It, it's, it's, a, it's not so much a promise as it is a prescription. This is what's going to happen when you pray the seven stars rosary. And in addition to these seven promises, which are really fantastic... In Kibeho, in Rwanda, Mary gave the, th- uh, the the three visionaries five more promises, especially to Mary Claire Mukangango. Okay, uh, Mary said, "Here are five more things that I promise for those who who pray the Seven Stars Rosary. Number one, the hardest hearts will change. Number two, they shall be freed from obsessions and addictions." Number three, they will find the strength to repent and convert their hearts. Number four, they will obtain an understanding of the weaknesses that led them to sin. And number five, praying it from the heart, they will obtain whatever they ask. So, this is how we know that this devotion is for our time. Because, listen again, the hardest hearts will change. Whenever... Have people had such hard hearts as they do now? Mary says they will be freed from obsessions and addictions. When ever, if not now, have have addictions been so rampant? They will find the strength to repent and convert their hearts. When have people felt so powerless to, to repent? Th- these promises, you know, I'm, I'm saying this to you as you're listening to this podcast, and, and, and maybe you're driving your car, maybe you're, maybe you're running, maybe you're working out, maybe you're cleaning your house. Think about how else can you achieve these promises? How else can you know with certainty that you will experience peace or enlightenment or, or consolation or spiritual protection? What other means could you have to attain these ends? And and really that question is based on the on the belief that you want these things. So let me just ask you this. Don't you want peace in your family? Don't you want consolation in your pains? Don't you want spiritual protection from your infernal enemy? <laughs> if you don't believe that you have an infernal enemy, I suppose you wouldn't see the value of that but you have an infernal enemy that's for certain why else would mary be promising this if that weren't the case why else would jesus have cast out so many demons to the point that that 17 to 20% of his miracles depending on how you count them were exorcisms casting out demons what if how could you not want these promises that's my first question and if you and and then once you realize that these are things that you want where else are you going to find them how else will you experience these promises and there's another very important thing that I want to share is yes I wrote a book something you can count on yes my uh, my family my wife and my son and I we we do a conference called Everybody suffers and it's a conference to help people. And so, yes, I want people to buy the book. Yes, I want people to come to this conference. But that's only because I want them to experience these promises. So so, so here's the thing. Yes, I want people to buy the book. Yes, I, I want people to come to the conference. But my selfish motivation there doesn't change the fact, okay, first of all, it's not really a selfish motivation. Because what I want for you is peace and providence and protection. But my motivation there isn't financial. My motivation there shouldn't... You shouldn't see it as as a, an obstacle for you to receive these promises. And And these promises are not dependent upon me. I am not promising you peace and protection and providence. I'm telling you that Mary made this promise. And... Mary made the pro- these promises and they have been confirmed multiple times by different popes and so as you know whatever whatever you the pope binds on earth will have been bound in heaven the the most uh, notable one i think is pope pius the who was pope in the early 1800s napoleon Napoleon um, kidnapped him and 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 took him out of Rome, and and I think that probably prompted Pope Pius to look up what was written about the seven sorrows, and Pope Pius instituted the feast of Our Lady of Sorrows into the Roman calendar. So he and he wrote a, an amazing prayer about the seven sorrows. But um, my point is that there's one pope, and that was just 200 years ago, who who was promoting this devotion, and he he wrote a prayer about the seven sorrows. He instituted the feast of the seven sorrows. So, what I'm saying is, if you don't trust me <laughs> that these promises are there, you can tr- trust this the, the, a pope that a pope is making this this promise. He's reaffirming this promise. But if but, but the real question is, why not believe Mary, the mother of God? Mary came to Fatima and performed a celestial miracle in order for people to believe her when she said that we needed to pray for the conversion of Russia. But Mary came to Kibeho in Rwanda and warned about the genocide. The genocide took place. Her warning was valid. And... The fact that her warning was valid should show us that we can trust these promises. And, you know, not the least of which is that I have experienced these these promises. That's why I wrote the book. And that's why I'm doing this conference. Because I want to share the promise, these promises with other people. I want you to experience these promises. These promises are real. And you can experience them in your life. and And here's something that may be even more important to you than than the fact that you could experience these promises. Mary in Cabejo said that these promises are true for you or for someone else as, as long as you say it for, on, on their behalf, you say it for them. So these, you, you could be motivated to pray the Seven Sorrows Rosary to help avoid what she warned us about. Or you could be motivated to pray the Seven Sorrows Rosary for these promises. But either way, I'm just saying, why not pray the Seven Sorrows Rosary? Why would you not want to experience these these amazing promises? Peace and enlightenment and pr- prosperity and uh, providence and protection. Uh, assistance at the hour of death. And, you know, this this last one... Those who promote this devotion will be taken directly from this earthly life to eternal happiness. In, in today's episode, I'm sharing what the promises are. In, in other episodes, I want to share with you how it is that I think that these promises work. In other words, how is it that Mary can say you'll experience peace in your family by praying the Seven Stars Rosary? I want to share that with you in another episode. How can you, how is it that you can experience peace? How is it that you can experience protection? And, and I'll lay that out for you because, because some people have said to me, how, how, how can this be? How is it possible? And I'm not going to speak metaphysically on saying, I, I I know as though I'm like Thomas Aquinas and this is how it is. I'm just going to be speaking from personal experience. So that will be at least one episode later that, on the podcast that just explains the promises and how they become real but for now just just know and and think through these promises again peace enlightenment um, consolation uh, the providence of god protection from infernal enemies assistance at the hour of death eternal happiness okay so That is today's episode. Thank you for joining me in this episode. I'm Carl Brown. This is the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. And the reality is everybody suffers. So how can I pray for you? My email address is carl at EverybodySuffers.com. And my hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or so that you can share consolation with others. Again, I'm Carl Brown. God bless you. Have a great day.